Nick Saban and Pete Carroll leave on same day, plus a Wemby first. Chris Branch This is the digital version of The Pulse. If you want it earlier, start every morning with The Pulse delivered to your inbox. Sign up here, https colon slash slash theathletic.com slash newsletters slash the dash pulse slash question mark source equals sign pulse underscore article. Good morning. Any other legends want to leave their jobs this week? Goats, Nick Saban's shocking goodbye. It is not hyperbole to say yesterday was one of the most consequential days in the history of football. Two coaches who combined for nine college football national title claims, 21 conference titles and one Super Bowl win left their posts. A wild, wild day, with major repercussions yet to come. We have to start with Nick Saban, who retired yesterday, https colon slash slash theathletic.com slash 5193220 slash 2024 slash 01 slash 10 slash Nick dash Saban dash retiring dash Alabama. The 72-year-old is the best coach college football has ever seen. Seven national titles, 11 SEC championships and 123 players drafted into the NFL. The sport will never see a coach like him, a man obsessed with process and scheme to the point of sheer domination. He changed the sport, and then changed with it as tactics shifted. Alabama under Saban was not perfect, but from about 2012 to 2020, no one was touching the tide. In an age when every GOAT discussion sparks raging debate, there is none here. Saban lives in his own air. Yes, we are, already talking replacement candidates, which feels, rushed, but that's the world we live in. Oregon's Dan Lanning, Texas Steve Sarkeesian and Florida State's Mike Norvell would be my first three calls. According to 247, Alabama hopes to have Saban's replacement in place by the end of the weekend. How does anyone even attempt to follow his footsteps? There are impossible tasks, and then there's trying to dutifully follow the best to ever do it. Alabama needs to move quickly though, as uncertainty has already descended on the program. A five-star wide receiver, decommitted last night. Crimson Tide players now have a fresh 30-day period to enter the transfer portal, too. A little more than 12 hours after the news broke, it still feels so sudden. That's because Saban went out on his own terms, as Stuart Mandel wrote last night. The coach had just completed one of his best performances to date with a surprise playoff appearance. He was reportedly back at work shortly after losing to Michigan in the semi-final. Now he's gone. Maybe we find out more on his reasoning in the coming days, but you can't say he was forced into this. This LSU fan has mixed emotions about it all. Before Saban turned rival Alabama into a machine, he took LSU from has-been to national title winner in four years. I grew up watching LSU in the 1990s. It was dark. We will have plenty more tomorrow. On the seismic day, but don't miss Nicole Auerbach and Chris Van Eyne reacting to the news on their emergency podcast yesterday. Also, subscribe to Until Saturday for more coverage later this morning. Let's go to that other big coaching change. NFL Coaching carousel, Pete Carroll is, sort of, out. 
Pete Carroll will no longer serve as Seahawks head coach, the team announced yesterday. The winningest coach in franchise history will now move into an advisor role within the franchise. Two thoughts. Carroll, also 72, deserved a full day of coverage on his own. The man resurrected a moribund USC program and turned it into a 2000s dynasty, claiming two national titles. He then spent 14 years as one of the best coaches in the NFL, winning one Super Bowl and nearly another. He's not Saban, but he's one of the most impressive multi-level coaches ever. A key difference, Carroll did not sound like a man ready to retire yesterday. While Saban rides off into the distance, Carroll made it clear that he wanted to remain the team's head coach and that this transition was not his preference. Does another team come after him? Odds point to yes. Carroll and Saban had some fun crossroads, too. They both claimed the national title in 2003 when the AP crowned Carroll's USC after the Trojans had been left out of the BCS national title game, which Saban's LSU won. It was the season's only bowl with the word championship in its name, Go Tigers. I also loved the fact that Saban replaced Carroll as Ohio State's DB's coach in 1980. And who's replacing Carroll in Seattle? Dan Quinn and Jim Harbaugh look like early frontrunners. Make sure to read Michael Sean Duger's in-depth report on why many felt it was time for Seattle to move on. News to know. Kawhi signs. The Clippers and Kawhi Leonard agreed to a three-year, $152 million extension yesterday, giving the franchise some superstar security before it moves into a new arena next season. The Clippers have been one of the best teams in the NBA over the last two months, and Leonard has played brilliantly, but the futures of Leonard, Paul George and James Harden have loomed large. Now, the latter two have to figure out their futures, https colon slash slash theathletic.com slash 5193143 slash 2024 slash 01 slash 10 slash Kawhi dash Leonard dash extension dash Clippers. Wemby notches a first. Victor Wembanyama recorded his first NBA triple-double in the Spurs' 130-108 win over the Pistons last night, finishing with 16 points, 12 rebounds and 10 assists in 21 minutes of play. Just imagine when this dude gets off his minutes restriction. It was an especially painful night for 3-35 Detroit, who'd had lottery dreams of adding Wembanyama. More news. The Giants and defensive coordinator Wink Martindale finally parted ways yesterday. It's been a dramatic week in New York, our Flyers prospect. Cutter Gautier traded to the Ducks earlier this week, said yesterday he received death threats after declining to play in Philadelphia. Former Hart Trophy winner Corey Perry is eligible to return to the NHL after meeting with Commissioner Gary Bettman. Perry's Blackhawks contract was terminated in November for inappropriate conduct. Draft intrigue, as always, it's the QBs. I want to circle back to Nick Baumgartner's NFL mock draft from yesterday, which really sets the table for how impactful this draft can be. 
Consider. Nick has Chicago doing essentially the same thing it did last year. A proposed trade with QB start Atlanta makes a ton of sense. USC's Caleb Williams lands on a Falcons roster with weapons galore, while the Bears land two early 2024 picks and a 2025 first-rounder to get Justin Fields more help. It feels seismic, but it makes a ton of sense, especially now that Chicago coach Matt Eberflus is officially staying, H. Carolinas, Drake May, goes number two to Washington, which started fellow Tar Heel Sam Howell this season. Awkward. Pulse homer pick Jaden Daniels could go as high as number three to New England, but is more of a fit at number 11 to Minnesota. Imagine my reaction seeing Daniels throwing to Justin Jefferson, another former Tiger. One other QB in first round consideration, Michael Penix Jr. to the Bucks at number 20, though Nick has them selecting LSU wideout Brian Thomas Jr. instead. Maybe that depends on how Baker Mayfield plays against Philly on Monday. See the full first-round mock for more, including what could be a star-studded run on wideouts. Watch this game. NBA, Celtics at Bucks. 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time on TNT. The easy sell here is the top two teams in the East playing each other, but there's different intrigue afoot, Milwaukee has cratered the last couple of weeks, even, hearing booze at home, https slash 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 bucks here booze at home as defense gets destroyed again in lost to jazz gotta get better man slash. NHL, Maple Leafs at Islanders. 7pm on ESPN. Toronto is cruising, while New York faces uncertainty in goal. Both of these teams are in line for playoff spots. Pulse Picks Has F1 Fandom in America peaked? There are signs, writes Luke Smith. I thought, this was a really smart deep dive, https colon slash slash theathletic.com slash 5188290 slash 2024 slash 01 slash 11 slash formula dash 1 dash future dash us dash fan dash experience. Our baseball staffers explained their Hall of Fame ballots yesterday. We could have a huge class this year. Jim Bowden empties his notebook on everything he's hearing about. MLB free agents. Still out there. Spring training is closer than you think. Have you checked on the San Jose Sharks? Lately? It's not going well. Chris Johnston details the franchise's all-time low, https colon slash slash theathletic.com slash 5191858 slash 2024 slash 01 slash 10 slash NHL dash San dash Jose dash Sharks dash rebuild. Diana Rossini and Joe Rexrode wrote the definitive account of why the Titans fired Mike Vrabel. Miscommunications and perceived slights ruined the relationship, which, after reading this, probably needed to end. Chris Vanini has a final ranking of all 133 FBS teams. Congrats to UMass for avoiding that last spot. Sign up for our other newsletters. The Bounce. The Wind Up. Baseball.
Full time. Soccer ball. Prime tire. Until Saturday. Photo, Ryan Kong slash Getty Images. Get all access to exclusive stories. Subscribe to The Athletic for in-depth coverage of your favorite players, teams, leagues, and clubs. Try a week on us.